what's up? You know what time it is. You are now tuned in to another episode of Truth Carpet. This is season four, episode 15. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are tuned in with your girls, your best friend duo, Love Loud LLC. It is I, Moni, and I'm with my bestie, Yaski. Welcome. We are so happy to be in your ears once again for another episode. Glad to have you here. Welcome. <laughs> How you doing, girl? How you doing? It's the it's the roll in the R for me. <laughs> I feel good. Look at this melanin on this screen. Brown skin. You know I love your brown skin. I'm surprised it wasn't brown skin, girl. Wait, what's the other Beyonce song? I'm beige. Fluorescent beige. I'm black. Been broke, been down, been up, been broke, bounce back. <laughs> I did not realize she said I'm beige. It's a um it, Beyonce's not saying it's the inter it's a sample that she used. Oh, I was like, I don't recall Beyonce ever saying that she was beige. <laughs> I'll be beige in the wintertime. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. But I feel good. I feel really excited. It's uh still summertime fall is coming but this summer child whoo, the sweat was dripping down my back i had to put some powder powder powder, powder. powder. on my body like to sip up the sip up the sweat sip up the sip sweat up. soak up the sweat and yeah, soak it up sip it up drink it up <laughs> and you can tell by my goofiness i'm just in a good mood i feel really good i did pilates this morning mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm ready for my day I was like, am I really, my alarm really going off at 5.45 on a Saturday for me? You, you said you said it and you scheduled the class. I know, but I want to get better because like my work schedule is going to get busier. So I want to see if I could be a morning gal that goes to the gym because after work is like, I'm about to go to bed, bro. Girl, like, trust me. That's how it's I tough. be. It's tough. It's gonna have to be earlier than uh I will have to do the earliest class though. That's the only thing. But I'm testing the weekends to see if I can do it. That's a good test. That's a good test to do it on the weekend because you know you ain't gotta stress about getting to work. Right. Or if I need that nap, I can get that nap. Right. That yeah. nap. Because right now, me in the gym after work, it ain't happening. And I can't go in the morning because it opens. It oh, opens yeah. when I get up getting ready for work. It's not 24 yeah. hours anymore, which sucks. So I'm just like, I got to figure out something. Yes. Uh, but I did I did measure myself this morning and I, I went down a couple inches from when I came back from Alaska. So I'm like, well, I, I ain't been to the gym, but <laughs> my body is still doing its thing. Okay, slimming down a little That's bit. Good. Right. Well, but you my- they, they say 80% is eating and then you've also been on your feet all Work. day up and down yeah. the stairs so and i've been burning my what 500 calories almost every day so okay i was like imagine if i went to the gym and burnt the 500 calories that i do daily i would really be doing the damn thing so i'm like i'm gonna figure It'd it out <laughs> i don't want to be a toothpick but the crazy thing is i also weighed myself and i'm like i'm the same weight but the inches is on my body is going down i was like okay well <laughs> period um how are you yeah. going to talk from that though I I'm good I'm really really good as you can see I tried something new this was an accident so originally I was supposed to just do the finger coils no I'm not starting locks but I didn't feel like I was my say hair. it's like a lock a lock startup right so I was just I was, my plan was to 
do the finger coil, take them out, and then, you know, see how my hair turns out. But they were still wet. So I was like, oh, I'll just go outside like this. And I started getting compliments, and everybody thought I was starting to lock. So I've been ha- I had it in for a whole week. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> it's kind of cute. Got me thinking about, you know, locks maybe a little bit. But I'm like, I really, really, really would do it when my hair is a little longer. But I was like, for now, you know, I could keep, I was like, for a little um, protective style, that's not, that's not too shabby. So um yeah i'll probably take them out tomorrow though this is gonna be this gonna be the last day or today yeah um, i'm actually tired of looking at them but it was cute while it lasted (laughs) but other than that i feel good i um i'm proud of myself i've made a a conscious effort to actually listen to my body i wasn't feeling well i didn't know what was going on but i just know i didn't feel like myself Mm -hmm. um i don't know if it was like a 24-hour bug or something but I was like, let me just rest. Cause I at my initially I was gonna stay at work. I was gonna teach. And I was like, I can't teach like this. I'm not even yeah. gonna give the full energy that I need to <laughs> while I'm feeling this way. So I, I had to go. I don't know if it had to do with the heat or what. I just I did not feel well. But I got my rest the next day. I was <laughs> feeling great and I feel even better today so like I'm glad I listened to my body and gave myself the opportunity to to heal whatever was going on because yeah. body wasn't feeling it went back to work the next day and folks was like oh my god you look so much better I was more cheer smile on my face everything so I was just like I'm glad I gave myself that opportunity to chill you feel me yeah. <laughs> and shout out shout out to can you hear that car okay <laughs> shout out to you first for acknowledging it i know you because we're friends in real life oh wait i hear to... it now but i'm listening <laughs> it's girl this is what happens when you live in a city <laughs> it stopped because it hurt me talking about it um shout out to you for acknowledging it and taking time for yourself because i know that's hard in general but knowing you that's hard for you too <laughs> and then also shout out for uh for friends for me and Ronald, because we were supposed to record that day and just saying, no, girl, like we can reschedule, just take your time because we've all been there before and, and life happens. So thankfully, we were able to record today. You look beautiful. So it looks like you had some rest and you're yeah, feeling better. Right. Ready to be outside. Yeah. The streets. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, um, that was a, a really good check. And I'm glad that we're both in a great uh, space. And I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, let's get into it. So, with the check-in being done, we are now about to jump into what the rundown. So, on today's episode, we are going to be into the icebreaker, answering a question from a deck called "We Are Not Really Strangers." Can't wait to get into that and explain what that is. Then, heading on over into Sweet Two Two Three, I will be sharing a piece that's actually not written for me this time, but a wonderful poem that I found about friendship. And then we're going to head over into the hot topic segment with one of our reoccurring guests, Ronald Love, joining us back. Not as professional this time, but we're just sitting having a conversation, roundtable conversation about friendship, the ups and downs of it. Who are your friends? Who are not your friends? Just make sure you get into it, all right? Then head over into the dorm story segment. We're going to be sharing two stories about friendship from refinery29.com. And then, of course, if you tune in all the way to the end, there are going to be some announcements for y'all to tune in to. Okay? Okay. So, <laughs> without further ado, are you ready to head on over into the icebreaker? Yes, let's get in. Let's do it.
Hey, y'all, we are now in our icebreaker segment where I am going to play a game with Mommy. And she has this deck. If you're watching our YouTube video, you can see it says, We're not really strangers, which we aren't. We're not yeah. really strangers. We knew each other for mad long right now, but we're going to see. I'm interested in this, this card deck that Moni has. I've never played it before. I've never looked through the cards. So, <laughs> Moni, tell us what you have for us. So, We're Not Really Strangers is a game that you can play with people that you already know or just getting to know. Great for a game night to start up some conversations, but it's just a deck full of questions on three different levels um, as a way to get to know the people around you. So I'm going to actually pull a question from level one um, just so we can get... Level one is giving like associates, like... <laughs> it's like, actually, let me see if it says... Oh, yeah, so level one is in here. Level one is perception. Do you know how others see you? Level one is about gaining perspective on what first impressions we give off and challenging the assumptions we make about others. And then level two is connection. Who are you really? This round is about asking the rarely asked questions and connecting on a deeper level. And then level three is reflection, time to reflect on your game experience. Okay, there are also some dig deeper cards and wild cards. And then there's rules for playing with two people and for multiplayer. But we're just going to answer a question from perception on level one. Okay, so let oh. me going to pull this is what the box looks like when you open it i feel like my level one gives off like i just care about myself like i don't care about nobody else all right going to pull a random one so these are just like you know the the, the bottom tier the foundation of the game level one. Oh, interesting okay so level one perception this card reads do i look kind explain so I'm answering for you, like what I think of you or from what I think of me. Oh, so do I think that Moni looks kind? Do you think I look kind? Explain. I think when around a group of people that you know, you look calm, you seem open, your eyebrows are wide and bright. I think you give off a, a energy that people will like want to come and float to you. I think if we're sitting in limbo and just like sitting like in a park or board or something like that, then you give like rest and B-I-T-C-H face, like nobody want to mess with you kind of thing. But then flipping again, if we're in a party and you're having a great time, then you like, you see people come to you. They like, oh my God, I love how you dance. Oh my God, I want to hang around. Like people just flock to you because of that energy. So I think in most situations, when you feel like yourself, you give off kind. But if you feel like if you're not like rested enough or you're having a bad day, then you give off this girl. She mean. <laughs> That's the thing. I just be observing the environment, y'all. I just be looking and watching, not necessarily trying to be unapproachable. Because even mm -hmm. in some situations where I feel like I'm not saying nothing, I'm not unapproachable. People come up to me anyway. So I think even though my face says one thing, I think my aura or the energy that I have still wants people to come and approach me to speak to me anyway. Because <laughs> there have been situations where I'm trying to um, intentionally, like, all right, maybe if I can keep this vibe, nobody gonna come by me. It, it never works. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that sounds crazy. Because I was gonna ask, can I answer for myself? Because I feel like 
it's in the dating world and in the friend world too I feel like I'm giving off like a I'm open like come meet me and then I'm told you giving off resting bitch face like I don't want to talk to you and then I've been told by guys too like oh you look like a wife or you like giving off this face like like you're already taking I'm like no I'm not taking like come to me <laughs> come what, to me what does the face look like you taking first of all I don't know but that's what I've been told and then I feel like a lot of times where I feel like I'm in a space where I'm trying to mind my business or keep to myself because I know that people had told me that I have um RBF then I've been um what's it called it's a simple word like people come to me and um like say oh like do you come here often or they basically want to be my friend or they want to be associated with me so I'm like I don't know like I guess it I don't know like I can't even tell when I have the RBF I wish I could tell right that's what I'm saying because I can agree I think it I think it depends on the situation like similarly to me like when you're around people that you know like bubbly bright you know um but if it's a situation where it's just kind of like you know we just I'm chilling like I'm just I'm not I'm not I'm not vibing out, but at the same time, I'm just, I'm here, (laughs) you know? It's just kind of like your face is just resting. Not even necessarily say like, I'm trying to be a B-I-T-C-H, like, but I'm literally just resting my face. So no, I'm not smiling. My eyes aren't sparkly. I'm just, I'm here. I'm me. Just it in that moment, nothing has happened yet for me to be like, (laughs) I think think that's just what it is. Like when people are not like intentionally like paying attention to what their face looks like. And it's like, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm on the bus or I'm just happen to be walking down the street or I'm standing in line and I'm waiting for something like, it's just, I'm chill. I'm, it's literally the face that you have when you're resting. Like there's nothing, there's nothing happening. I'm not trying to look mean. I think, yeah. and I don't think it's just us. I think it's just people in general, not everybody. Cause there are some people, they just smiling all the time. And I'll be like, how do you do that? But, <laughs> um, but I think for most people, cause I've seen it happen with a lot of people. Like I've seen something like, dang, she looked mean. But then getting to know that person, I'm like, oh, she's one of the kindest people I've ever met. So yeah. I just think, um, we have to take that assumption off of it or like the judgmental part of it off, just assuming how a person is just based off how their face is. Cause it's not even necessarily face of like scrunching up your face or like folding your arms and looking like you got an attitude, but it's just, your face is just, there's no, uh, yeah, it's just relaxed. There's no emotion or anything. Nothing has occurred for me to, for my face to seem engaging. I guess that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. so like what's wrong with her nothing go talk to her and then you'll see how her expression will change <laughs> yeah true but some people's face is not inviting like just thinking mm-hmm. about other people too is like it's kind of standoffish and if it's not inviting it's not like if you go to all right outside of like Chinese stores and certain like bodegas if you go into a a store that's supposed to be a restaurant that's supposed to be five star or a hotel that's supposed to be three or more stars and it looks like condemned or it looks like bugs and not clean not not kept you're not you're not going to want to go to it so the same thing about a person's face if they don't look if they look closed off scrunched like this their mind is somewhere else you're probably not gonna unless you're a person who doesn't like you know care about that most times people are not gonna feel invited to come to you yeah absolutely so as y'all can see from just that question alone, it kind of went off a tangent and started a different conversation, which is the purpose of the cards, which is why I love it so much. You can do it one-on-one with a friend. You can do it with a group of friends at a game night, or you can do it with a partner or even a family member. I think 
what also why I love these cards so much is this three different tiers. So level one is like the surface. Like we're not, mm -hmm. we're not getting too deep. We're getting to know each other just on like a surface level. Now we're going to level two, we're going a little deeper. And then by level three, now we're really asking like some, like some serious deep questions. Like just to give y'all an example. Now question one was like, do I look kind? Explain. I'm just going to give an example on reflection for level three. Okay. So people who are listening yeah. or watching, this is yeah. not an app. This yeah, is just, not. <laughs> it's not. But just to give you an idea of what a level three card uh, says for reflection. Um, so this is like by the end of the game and you're reflecting back on like all the questions that everybody has asked and like, mm -hmm. just, you know, just, you know, um, reflecting back on the entire, the entire experience. Um, so here's one level three of reflection card. It says, based on what you learned about me, what book would you recommend I read? Right. So it's like, we went, we, we were here, we went a little deeper. Now we're reflecting on the entire experience. And then I'll also, just for kicks and giggles, read a level two card so you all have an idea of what one of those would sound like. Um, so a level two for connection, a card says, what is the last thing you lied to your mother about? Oh, well. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure so you can opt to not answer if you don't want to, but it's just a, um, things for you, uh, a way for you to get to know people asking different types of questions. I want to just generalize it. Um, it doesn't have to be this particular deck, but if there are any kind of card decks or games that you can use to help you get to know um, somebody that you know already more in depth, to get to know yourself, because these are questions, there's card decks out there too for self-reflection um, as well, and then to know a partner, friends, family, whatever. So you can go from strangers to friends or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, that was for our icebreaker segment. And yeah. hope you yes, yes, yes. And if there are any card games that you play, please let us know, put it down in the comment section so that we can check those out as well. Or maybe we already have those decks, who knows? <laughs> but please share uh, the card deck that you also use. Yes. All right. And now we're going to head on over into sweet two, two, three. Hey y'all, welcome to the Sweet 223 segment. Today, I, Moni, Simone, <laughs> whatever vibe you are going for today, I am going to be reciting a piece that I found in regards to friendships. So this is what this episode is about. And this piece is entitled, You Will Always Be My Friend by Darby Shah. You were my best friend. We did everything with each other. We shared every tear and felt each other's fear. You listened to all that I said and never complained. You truly understood me and always knew what to say. But somewhere along the road, we drifted miles apart. It broke my heart and made me cry. Suddenly, we were two different people with nothing the same, but neither of us could be blamed. It was like having a lock without its key, a shoe without its lace. You made new friends, and fortunately, so did I. But that could not mend my heart. The grief of losing you tore me apart. Things do change, but, the, but they do not need to end. We both have changed, but you will always be my friend. Dang. That makes me think a lot of things. 
I so, now, now, girl, I was like, ooh, we're going to get the feels with this one. Yeah, I, <laughs> uh, it made me think of, uh, like, transitioning, like, life changes, um, whether it's, like, you move away from your friend or you find different interests, like, you're maturing in different ways um, that shifts your dynamic of your friendship. But it also made me think of death, too. Like, one thing that's promised in life is that we're all going to die. And I just, just the the thought of like losing a best friend or a friend friend or like a family that is like a friend, it's scary because um, that's that person that's like, when, when we get into the hot topic segment, you'll see how we talked about what friends are <laughs> and like just thinking about that part of you being gone in some type of way. Yeah. I think like when she was saying or he or they were saying but you'll always still be my friend um it I'm thinking of it in different ways like we had a friend so if that person is still alive or when that person is still alive we had a a era in our life where you were my dog you were my companion you were that person that I I rolled and rock with we still we may not be friends in this present moment but you're still a part of that puzzle that makes me who I am or played a significant part in my life. Or maybe you went on to become an angel. You're still that person that like, you still have that, you still hold that key, that piece to my heart, even though you're not presently there. When I, when I initially read it, it had me think about, um, like words unspoken or apologies never given. So like we had this friendship, we went through our seasons, we had our ups and downs and at some point we stopped talking. Like, yes, we still love each other, but we never mended whatever went wrong. And now you're gone. Like what you were saying, like in regards to like that. Um, yeah. It's like now I'm at your funeral and I'm like, I wish I could tell you all of these things that I wish I wanted to say. And I wish I would have apologized. I wish I would have mended our friendship before it got to here. Like you will always be my friend. But because one, both of us were too stubborn to reach out and really say what we needed to say at the time, now mm-hmm. here we are. And we can't, we've lost, we've lost that time. Um, so I think like it's important, like, yes, friendships have their ups and downs and they go through their seasons. But I think it's also important when those friendships that you hold valuable, that you actually apologize when you need to apologize and you spend time with each other when you're able to and you reach out and you say, I love you, um, say thank you. Let you have your friends know that you appreciate them because like you said, one day we're we're not going to be here. And it's not yeah. something that you want to think about often, but it's the reality of life. Um, so yeah, that's the the initial thing that came across my mind was like just making sure that you're really investing into your into your friendships um and not letting that time go by because you you may never have that chance again tomorrow is not guaranteed tomorrow is not guaranteed thank you for sharing that yes absolutely I was like come on friendships now now actually now that poem actually inspired a piece that I'm gonna gonna start writing matter of fact okay it's gonna be entirely Yaskis absolutely not (laughs) (laughs) all right yes thank you but now you know what time it is see that she cleaned her throat y'all y'all know that (laughs) she know what time it is the next segment which is hot topics all right yeah that was okay it was it was okay but it was it's better than most (laughs) (laughs) let's go 
Hey y'all, we are now in the calf with a recurring guest, my friend, my cousin, our close, close, close confidant, Ron. Welcome back to Troop Carpet. How are you feeling today? Thank you. I'm feeling good. It's a nice day outside, so I'm ready to get this day started. Yes. How are you all? Wonderful. Feeling lovely, <laughs> feeling good. Energy is just, I'm ready. I'm ready to be outside too. <laughs> rain, rain or shine, okay? Yes. I um I feel really good because the other day I walked past this girl and I liked her locks. I said, Oh, I like your hair. And then she said, I like your face. And that was just some black girl magic. It made me feel <laughs> you are glowing. And I wasn't having the best, best day, but that just brightened my day. That's so awesome. I want to let y'all know that y'all are glowing too. Y'all are beautiful. You. I have beautiful I'm trying. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I woke up like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out the bed and hopped on the mic. Right. So if I didn't catch the vibes already, y'all, this episode is about friendship, just having associations, closeness, whatever we call it, with one another. But we wanted to just have like a off the mark. There's no professionalism in this. We are talking as ourselves. So there's no teacher, no therapist, no doctor on this podcast. <laughs> this is Yaya, Ron, and Moni talking to you today. So um, just to add, just sorry, just to jump into this with a little bit of fun, I want to ask you guys, what is your favorite song about friendship? It doesn't have to be the topic of the song, but when you think about friendship, or you had to like put a song on a picture on your Instagram post of you and your friends. What would that song be? Uh, that's easy. Brandy, best friend. Don't know what I can oh, do without you from the beginning to the end. Always stand by beside me, so I'll call you my best friend. That's my jam. Yes, Brandy. Take it back to the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> When I first heard you say this question, I was automatically what came into my mind was uh, TLC. What about yeah. your friends? Hey. Still they stand in ground. Where yeah, they let you down, down again. <laughs> yes, come on, 90s. But when we go into like the structure of that song, it's like, where are your friends? Are they going to play you? Like, are they going to be around and help you through through what you're going through? So um i switched up and chose my other favorite song which was um count on me yeah um, that's my by, other one by whitney and cc so i I love that song i'm not gonna sing that song that's a whitney song. <laughs> <laughs> i i love that song too so ronald and i we both the first exact song was tlc because mm -hmm. Friendship, what about your friends, comes to mind, too. And I, I like that you uh, put into perspective the meaning of that song, mm -hmm. because that kind of flows into the topic of today. So I'm not singing right now, y'all, because my answer is where they answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to jump into the first question, which is, how do you know when a stranger becomes your friend? That's a great question. For for me, most of your friends are strangers at at one point. When you, regardless of where you met them at, if you met them like in college or um, one of my best friends I met on social media years ago. So like if you, yeah, my Blake I met on social media on Instagram. Oh. Um, so at at one point they are strangers, but I think when you know that that stranger sort of went through those different friendship 
areas of just becoming, you know, from a, a, a acquaintance or a, a hangout buddy and then slowly work their way up to a friend's for me is when you begin to share more things personal about you, or if you're going through something, this person becomes someone that um, you call on within like those first few people or that like, if I can't reach this one best friend, who am I gonna reach? Oh, I'll reach this one to see. And then you introduce them to like your closer friends and sometimes they connect and is now a group vibe. So I think for me, that stranger became becomes a friend when I'm confiding in them and I am including them in group activities with other close friends. What about you? Moni? Well, I can go next. I thought you was going to answer. Um, I would have to say time. For me, mm -hmm. it's time. Like, it sometimes it might be a month. It might be, you know, a few, a few days. But I think it just it comes from, like, conversations and how I'm able to confide in them. Um, and how they're able to confide in me because sometimes it, it takes me a minute to kind of like sift people out. Let me get your vibe. What you about? I'm very observant. <laughs> um, and I'm very, um, very, what's the word that I want? I'm very cautious of who I exchange my energy with. So I try to make sure that when I am, you know, when someone is crossing over into that, um, that area of friendship from, um, I guess like as far as like a, a close friend opposed to being a stranger. Um, for me, it, ha it happens through conversations, which turns into connections. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. Yeah, it's it's mostly through through conversations and finding out things that we have in common and situations that we've been through, experiences. Um, yeah, whether that was through somebody I met at work, somebody I met at a networking event, um, is definitely through conversations that turn into deeper connections over time i agree with both of you i'm literally thinking of the baby versions of us like you go to school and then you meet people and automatically your parent or your teacher the grown-up around you is like oh this is your friend becky this is your friend ugo like that that label is put on on somebody automatically but as mm -hmm. an adult um i've learned i've taken a word from one of y'all the sitting really matters I find that I'm courting more specifically the person that I'm taking in as a friend and I'm very cautious the time for me takes it depends like if it's a co-worker I'm spending more time with that person than I spend with Simone so mm -hmm. I'm seeing that person all the time like I saw Ugo and Betty whatever I said those kids things were uh I'm seeing them all the time so I get to have more conversations with them and get to wing them out like do I want that person to hang out with me outside of work was just at work kind of thing but the same thing that um you both shared which is getting to know that person conversation do we connect do we have uh commonalities but more so can I trust you like mm -hmm. I'm gonna give you one little one little ink out there about my personal life is it making its way around the office is it being posted somewhere like you know and and it's not to say like it's specifically I'm doing it on purpose as a test mm -hmm. um, but it's just I I notice that I naturally do those things, mm -hmm. and then uh, as a Virgo, I I'm in my hermit shell. Immediately when I meet somebody, um, I seem like I'm closed off. I may come off like I don't like you, but I'm really watching your vibe. I'm paying mm -hmm. attention to who you are, what you're saying, how you're taking in information from other people. But I also notice too the where I am matters too. Um, 
if I'm at work, I'm holding on to that shell more than I am. Like if I go to brunch, like when I went to brunch with Ron and his friends, I feel like I opened up to his friends more so because one, I'm introduced through somebody that I already trust. And then two, we're in a, like a, we're at brunch, we're loose, we're having fun, like we're connecting through, finding out our birthdays and stuff like that. So, but just going back to the original question, I feel like time is a matter, but also um, the trust. Like when I feel like I can be 100% myself and I don't feel like I'm hiding or embarrassed of what's going on. If I can tell you the truth without having to filter it, then I feel like you're a genuine friend to me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like you categorize the people in your life? Um, Like, well, we mentioned friend, we mentioned associate, but do you have like, this is strictly a friend, this is strictly a coworker, this is strictly an associate. And how do you go about, sorry, how do you go about sorting what uh, category they go into? As of today, I would have to say, I guess a little bit, not more so as I used to, because I really, I feel like my circle, as the older I've gotten, has started to, you know, dwindle yes. down a little bit. So I haven't really needed to be like, all right, well, I'm going to hang out with this person to do this thing. I'm going to hang out with this person to do that thing or categorize this person for that. Only mm-hmm. what, reason I do that is mostly for coworkers. Like, if we're doing an out work thing, I'm hanging out with my coworkers. I probably yeah. wouldn't invite, hey, yeah, yeah, I'm hanging out with my coworkers. Come on. It, unless one of my coworkers just have me somebody I really really vibe with outside of work and then we all hang out and do something else so right now it's just like co-working thing and then like just my friends like I I'm the type of person I don't mind mixing my friends up some people are like no I'm not gonna do that I don't want I like people making genuine connections you might connect with somebody <laughs> on one thing that I don't vibe with you on you know so I I am open to like networking and connections and bringing my friends together. So whoever's my friend, I decide I want to have like a big brunch with all my friends, whether it's birthday or just like, you know, just a friend's day out. I'm going to invite whoever I vibe with knowing that they'll vibe with each other. And then that's just what it's going to be. Um, yeah. Yeah. I really, I honestly, I don't even think I really have associates anymore. I guess who I would consider associates is people that I just really haven't, you know, talked to in a while. Like we're not super, super close. Maybe somebody from high school, like we know each other, but we don't know each other, you know? Mm. So like, um, if I see you, you know, we will start have a conversation, catch up. Um, but yeah, at this point in my life is, it's just, I got a majority of the people that I'm close with. You see me rocking with my friends. Molly, like, come on, everybody. Let's be <laughs> friends. Let our friends be friends. No. Yeah, I'm you can't mix everybody. I'm I'm that person I think like you can't mix everybody. There's there's few friends that you can mix and you can you know when you can mix certain friends. Like my best friend LJ, I, I would have to mix him with everybody or Blake or Yaya. Like you they these are people you gotta know everybody, you know. But then you know, there's other friends where I'm not mixing them with this group because I just, I just don't, I get, I get antsy about that. And then you being a connecting piece, sometimes you just have to always be on one to make sure everything's going. I'm like, nah, we, we're not um going to mix friends. And I actually like had an issue maybe a couple of birthdays ago, because I'm like, I'd be wanting to have things for my birthday, but I don't want to bring people together, especially if you know two people who are my friends aren't friends anymore and I don't want to create that awkward space because I'm not I don't do well with awkwardness and I'm trying to get into that mindset of 
it's not about them. They can put aside their differences for me and my celebration, but I'm still, that's a work in progress. Um, to answer the original question, how do I, or do I categorize friends? I think I'm in the same instance as Simone where for coworkers, yeah, but then even some coworkers who are my friends, sometimes I just introduce them as this my friend and also my coworker, uh, just mm -hmm. so people can know where that foundation of that friendship started. Uh, but I use friend and uh, I use friend very loosely sometimes. Uh, but when you know that they became became more than just a friend, like a tight, tight friend is more so when I use like this my bro or this my sister um or or i'll say this is my friend friend my best friend so i guess i do categorize when it gets to the peak of the friendship but pretty much outside of that i use it really loosely and i'll probably use coworker and friend interchangeably for some people yeah i didn't even think about that portion because i definitely have my set of friends like this is my sister like my family mm -hmm. considers them another child <laughs> in the right. family so it's like right. that's some people be like wait that's your sister i'm like yes that's my sister blood don't matter mm -hmm. i'll be confusing <laughs> some folks sometimes right <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, for me there are definitely categories i think um friend goes back to how we said somebody goes from a stranger to becoming a friend somebody that i can trust somebody that when I'm not in the room and something's being said, they got my back. I don't have to worry about my name, wherever they are. Um, somebody who basically knows most of my life and, you know, that person connects with me. I always think about a time where the time when Simone, I, I don't know if it was when she moved here or when she was visiting, but she came to a family barbecue and I was like going around introducing her, but they already knew who Simone was. So that's how I would define a friend. Like, Simone, Taylor, Lombarde, if I say these names around my family, I don't have to say describe who they are. My mm -hmm. family, like literally blood family, knows who these people are. I would say an associate is somebody that I know, not NLJ and Blake, those are my friends, but like somebody that I know because I know this person. So like maybe Simone may have said, I'm gonna make this name up, Tabitha, Tabitha, Tabitha. I know Tabitha because Simone talks about her, but that's not my friend. So if we go out, I'm not going to say, hey, this is my friend Tabitha. That's not my friend. Like, I never, I don't have Tabitha's number. I don't hang out with Tabitha, but I see I see Tabitha when I see Simone. That would be somebody that I associate with. I will also say an associate, associate is somebody who may be an ex-friend. I ain't dump you 100%, but we used to be cool. We used to be cordial. Maybe something happened and we fell off, but I can't call you a friend anymore because you don't fit in my life the way that you used to maybe you stabbed me in the back once and I'm still like I'm not like cutting you off 100% or maybe you did something that was iffy and I don't feel comfortable calling you a friend but we could be cool we could be an associate something like that and then mm -hmm. the same I feel the same way about co-workers as you all do some people may be older and don't fit the same lifestyle that I have or some people may like we live distance like whatever it is but I like some people who are my coworkers, I may feel comfortable interchangeably saying this is my friend, my coworker, my friend from work, like something like that. Um, but I I used to like be really wishy-washy with the word friend. And then I was feel some type of way about that because I'll question myself, that Virgo again, well, mm -hmm. would a friend do that? Or would a friend do this? The same thing like with dating, like 
would you date somebody that's going to treat you like crap or just going to do this or whatever so do i really want you to be my friend because i also yeah. see friends as like if i was had like this i like like a relationship i'm just not being like i'm not sleeping with them kind of thing i'm not you know making out with them but you're really close to my life that's how i see a friend so if you could do something foul or something like that then you're not my friend so that's how i go about sorting it as far as what you guys said yeah. about spending time with each other i identify as ron um like when i have like little get togethers at my house i think i really want just friends there because if I'm not paying attention and somebody goes upstairs, I trust that you went upstairs to like my room or I can, you can go put your coat in my room kind of thing opposed to like just somebody that I don't trust like that or mm. paying attention to who, like what the vibes will be. I do have, this is a person that I could party with friend. This is a person I could talk with about this kind of friend. And I don't really feel comfortable with mixing everybody. Cause I want to, yeah. I'm trying to get to a place where I, if I'm hosting, I can be comfortable 100% opposed to having to like, I don't know, like I can't let go because I'm still like paying attention to being a micromanager hoster. I think that's why my yeah, circle I was about is to say, so small. <laughs> right. I would say, yeah, you have always been like really specific with your categories of how you address people in conversations. You'll be like, well, that's not a friend that's that's an associate well I don't know if that's an associate that might be an acquaintance you you always been that way so I I definitely can can see that with you um but I think with cat for when, when you was talking another way I categorize my friends are based off of what I can um hang out with you about or talk to you about so like if this is a friend that goes out with me or you know, is this a friend I'm going to vacation with, or I'm going through something? Is this a, you know, my therapy friends or things of that sort that I can categorize them in as well? I'm sorry, Simone, I cut you off. Oh, no, 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 you're fine. I was just, <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say, but <laughs> I was it's agreeing okay. with something. I forgot. I got to keep a notepad. <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of goes in, like, I guess for modern times when Blake was saying, you got to know which people to send which memes. So while mm -hmm. I may want to send this meme that I think is funny to all my friends, maybe Simone might not like dark humor or maybe mm -hmm. this person may not like to see cats. Like my friends know not to send me anything about cats. It may be mm -hmm. funny, but I don't like real cats. Like I like cats like that, but <laughs> not like real cats. So that's the same way. Like, okay, this is a friend I could bring around family. This is a friend I can go on a trip with. Even though I may be best friends with shibuki shibuki don't have the funds to go on a trip you know so i can't do that with shibuki so that's how categorizing too oh i, mean, I just remembered <laughs> no it was i was thinking in regards to like how my circle isn't super big but everybody i feel like in some ways everybody knows most of my friends know each other like everybody they've hung out they it's an interconnection. So if somebody was to go out of town, be like, oh, I'm going to LA. I can hang out with this person because I know mm -hmm. them through Moni. Or, oh, hey, yeah. I'm going to Atlanta. I can hang out with this person because I know them through Moni. So like, and I I, I, I love it all. Like it's just, it's, I, my struggle is small enough that I'm, my friends are able to interconnect with one another. That, and yeah. I, I'm, I like that. Now, if, you, if you're my friends and you can interconnect with another one of my friends, that means both of you are on that, like, higher level of friendship where you were able to establish a relationship outside of me 
um, or connected, clicked really tight when we were together, when you first met that person. So like, I think of my two best friends, uh, NOJ and Blake, and the first time that they met each other, me and Blake weren't even like best friends. Me and Blake were still developing our friendship at that point. And they met each other maybe a few months after. Um, and they clicked. We were in Chicago and there was times they were over there having conversations, they just talking and kikiing it. And I'm like over here doing my own thing. And that's how that friendship, their friendship became or blossomed. And I felt like I was the connecting pieces yeah. piece, but now we're all really tight together so that's awesome. i love that you you mentioned that and moment that you brought it up um because off the record how do you feel when off the record we're being recorded. right we're recording it <laughs> <laughs> like, like shooting the shit kind of thing how do you feel about your friends becoming friends like are you a type of jealous friend so moni if i was if you were to see that i went out on a date hanging out with Irene or around if you saw that I went to Atlanta and I had brunch with NLJ I'm throwing these names out because I know y'all know them but like if your friends were to do something without you are you jealous do you need to do you need to get permission like is that a thing I would say permission I think it would kind of depend like so you use Nyrene, so I'll just use her as an example. She lives in L.A. So if you were to go to L.A. and hang out with Nyrene, I can't hang out with y'all. Like, yes, go ahead, hang out. But it's like, if we're, like, we're all in the same, you know, like, hey, do y'all want to do this? Or if it was more so of, like, a, I wouldn't necessarily say I was jealous. I'm like, hey, why y'all ain't like me? You know, type thing. But I don't mind my friends, like, hanging out with one another. Like, sometimes you just want some one-on-one time with somebody. You don't always have to make it a group thing. So I wouldn't necessarily be jealous, but I would wonder, like, why you all ain't extend me an invite? You know, we all we all in the same city. <laughs> like you, nah, you I, visited. <laughs> I I agree. I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset if we're in the same metropolitan area. Like, yeah, let's let's figure that out. But no, I wouldn't be upset. Um, matter of fact, the first time Blake went to Atlanta, uh, he knew NOJ, but I text Jeffrey. Y'all had Jeffrey on his show a while ago. I text Jeffrey and I say, hey, Blake's coming to Atlanta. Show him a good time. And Blake went down there. Jeffrey showed him a great time. And now they're, they're, they're cool, too. So, you know, I'm not bothered by that. But I would like to know, like, oh, I'm about to go hang out with NOJ. Or I'm about to go hang out with such and such. I'm like, all right, cool. Have fun. You know, FaceTime me. I'm not taking no <laughs> shots, but FaceTime me. You know, yeah. So, yeah. I think... um I agree. I think it comes in natural conversation. Like, I don't have to feel forced to say, hey, Ron, I'm going to hang out with this person. But like, if we're catching up with the day, then I'll say it. But I don't want to feel like I'm doing the wrong thing. If in that conversation, it legit does not come up like, oh, I'm having this whatever with NOJ because it doesn't come up. I don't want my friend to be mad at you. But it doesn't seem like either of you will feel that way. I brought that question up, though, because some people talk about uh, jealous friends mm-hmm. and, you know, it's a real now, like when you're when you, you see your best friend with her other best friend or something like that and the person look jealous in the corner. Um, but also I bring it up, too, um, because, dang, the also went out my head. That's why I was like fill, using fillers. <laughs> I I, I want to say I think that that's really a problem when it's like at the beginning of certain friendships so if me and Simone just met each other maybe today right and this is the beginning of our friend we clicked this is the beginning of our acquaintance or associateship um and then 
all of a sudden next month I'm hanging out with Simone, but you knew nothing about that. That may become a problem because we're both your friends. We haven't developed a friendship outside of you yet, you know? So, but if you encouraged us to maintain like a friendship outside of you and we started to, then moving forward, I feel like I shouldn't have to include you every time because now we develop that outside of you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So at the beginning, I think that it's, it's more of an issue of like, what's the dynamics going on? Is Yaya included? Did Yaya tell us like, or do Yaya know like, oh, I'm going to New York. I'm about to hit up Simone because I'm in her part of the city. Mm -hmm. That right? makes sense. I have had a situation before where it was like, I had a close friend that introduced me to somebody else. We clicked. And then when we first initially started hanging out, the person that introduced us, we would invite them every time. Hey, you want to do, it was always a group thing, but it got to a point where like, oh, I can't make it. Oh, y'all just go. So then after a while, it was just kind of like, well, you can't make it. That's how we ended up hanging out by ourselves. We tried yeah. to make it a group <laughs> thing, but you wouldn't make it. And then it turned into a jealous thing. Like, why y'all hanging out without me? You were invited. You couldn't make it. That's mm -hmm. not, you know? So that was a very weird dynamic for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but jealousy does, does occur. I have, I have witnessed that before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I remember what my point was, which was at one point I was keeping my friends separate and mm -hmm. I would have like one friend every month we would do something. And then every so often trying to like juggle doing one-on-ones with people, it one became uh, tiresome because every weekend I never had a chance to do anything for myself, not even chores. But then also it's financial, like going out in this area it's, it's going to cost you something to eat to do an activity or whatever so right before COVID I did reach a point where I was like okay let's do group stuff which is why I had like the uh taco day at my house or whatever because I wanted to encourage my friends to get to know each other like can we go out as five people opposed to me meeting with you this time and then this time it's just too much so I I reached that point where I'm like let's all be friends so we can mm -hmm. save some money and save some time I'm getting older Right, especially if you're hanging out with a friend and you're talking about another friend. At some point, you'll be like, when am I going to meet this person right. <laughs> that you're always talking about? <laughs> right. So I want to know, are there benefits of friendships? Like, do we really need to have friends? What? question. <laughs> no, yes, absolutely. I believe there are benefits to, to having friends because you don't want to be alone. Just like there's benefits to being in a, a, a dating relationship, there are definitely benefits to having um to having friendships, have people to talk to, people to hang out with, um, discover new things with, have experiences with, to travel with, um, from what, book clubs, you know, just different interests that you have things in and you don't have to have those experiences by yourself. Um, mm -hmm. Especially during times when you're going through something and you really need that person that you can call on, somebody you can confide in. Mm -hmm. I think in those moments, I have really understood like, who my friends really are when I've literally had to have a shoulder to cry on whether I've called in the middle of the night being states away um or literally just having to have a hug from somebody with no words being exchanged just being able to be in the presence of that person and them understanding that like I need them and me then the opposite I mean not opposite and vice versa when they need yeah. me I always love my <laughs> <laughs> I always let um always let my friends know like if when you really going through something you know that you can call me I'm a person that you can rely on call me anytime 
I know I have my phone on do not disturb. Just keep calling. <laughs> Just keep calling for those moments where like, no, this is this is important. So yeah. Um, yeah, I my door is always open and I appreciate that my friends have those doors open for me also, even during in times of like we might be upset at each other, but yeah. look, this happened and right now we need to put that to the side because um I need you. So yeah. Um my answer is a little long, so bear with me, but still follow <laughs> me, right? Um, The first part is that I agree with Simone. Um, You need friends when you're going through things. Uh, A big piece of that is because growth and healing, all all growth and all healing won't occur in isolation, right? You need people to heal when you're going through something. Yes, time heal all wounds, but, you know, community heals as well. So you need that community, whether that's friends or family, um, to help you go through certain situations um, and go through um, certain healing processes uh, that you that that you may have uh, needed from like a breakup or a friend breakup or difficulties with your family, right? And then another piece is that growth piece. You need friends to grow. If I'm in therapy and I'm working on like communication skills, how can I test that out if I don't have friends, you know, who will respond to those communication skills? Or if I'm working on interpersonal relationship things, um, how can I test that out if I don't have that community around me? So a big benefit of having friendships are to test those pieces out, to develop some skills, some social skills. Um, and matter of fact, when we look in the mental health world, I'm putting on Dr. Ron hat for a second. Mm-hmm. When we are looking in the mental health world, a lot of people who are having issues with interpersonal relationships, uh, friendships, family, those are diagnosable, you know, to an extent. We have, you know, social anxiety disorder when you just have anxiety around um, being in large crowds, performing, um, things of that sort, or connecting with other people. You have like being an introvert, when you sort of get your energy from just being alone, you know, um, and not wanting to be around people. But we also have attachment issues when you're having like negative attachment or unhealthy attachment issues because of, you know, typically these things formed in childhood, but a lot of times you don't know you have these issues until you're having problems or not being able to develop friendships. And then of course we have those severe personality disorders that, uh, seem to can't they they seem that they 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 can't really connect with other people in a uh sense of having useful and healthy friendships but they use people right Mm -hmm. they use other people so their benefit is just using people but not using them for like help and to grow and to heal but using them for some you know secondary reward uh um and then they dispose of them once they can't use them anymore so like healthy friendships there are benefits to that and as a kid growing into a young adult a teenager growing growing into a young adult and throughout adulthood is important to have these friendships because you might not know that you have conflict in your internal self or you might not know if you heal from any of those conflicts um unless you go through shit with your friends and work on those shit with your friends and realize i i'm better because of my friends Sorry for the long drawn out answer, but I just wanted to get to the point where I say, yes, there are benefits from having friends. No, I, I love that. Right. Like, I appreciate the long answer. Some people need to hear that, you know? Yeah. 
I feel like I was getting to a place where I was not appreciate appreciating my friends enough because it was at that point where I'm spending so much money. Um, I'm an intro. I like to say I'm an introvert, extrovert, but I like the intro better. Like <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm that. <laughs> um, but like not having that balance can become overwhelming so there was one point where I'm like always on the go always doing stuff and it's like then can I just get a break and then and not the best way but we got a blessing of the break which was the uh, isolation because of COVID and then I realized dang my friends are important like the phone calls and texts were cool but I need you right here. I need that hug. I need that intimacy. I I don't want to like sit on the couch by myself anymore. Like, is it okay? Please let somebody come in here. Like, let somebody be next to me. So I realized, um, even though we talk about it in classes and studying psychology and hearing about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But to actually experience needing to have somebody next to you so you don't feel like the world is over or needing that physical touch or whatever your your um your love languages are for friendship too it was really important so i think that taking what moni said and taking what ron said and putting it in a pot pot and stirring it together is all showing that we do need friends um you can't uh you need somebody to pour into some you need somebody to pour into as they pour into you mm-hmm. the same thing what ron said about going to therapy, practicing those skills that you learn or you talked about with your therapist. Um, also having that person when you feel like you're crappy uh, mm-hmm. and you hear from your friend that says, oh girl, your butt look nice. You've been working out in the gym, right? Or mm-hmm. you have your coworker friend that's like, oh my God, like I love your notes. Can I copy your notes? And even though they're not, they may not be saying you're so dope or whatever, but it's still pouring into you in some type of way opposed to if you don't hear those things or you don't have those people to tell you that you might continue to stare in the mirror and say I'm not worth anything or my notes are sucky or I'm not developing I'm not growing but you are those Mm -hmm. people are the reflections kind of sometimes for you yeah absolutely just to add on to that celebrations I love celebrating my friends I love seeing them grow whether it's spiritually emotionally career-wise professionally like I just love celebrating my friends like just seeing like from when I first met you and what you was doing and see what you're doing now mm-hmm. you, yeah. you better mm-hmm. I was just having this conversation last night um with my sister slash good good girlfriend Kia hey girl um <laughs> just talking about how we love seeing our friends and the growth that we had like knowing mm-hmm. what we've been through and being mm-hmm. there for each other and like knowing where we are now yeah <laughs> you better <laughs> you better you know what i'm saying like i love i love that yes a shoulder to cry on but also just my the team to root me on when so when you're doing great like you need yep. that you know what i'm saying i'm yep. celebrations okay yeah <laughs> and the other thing too from what you're saying um me i'm not a jealous friend but i'm a like a ronald climbing the ladder i'm about to climb too i can't stand stagnant so i get motivated like knowing Simone got a um, grant to do a program or seeing Ronald graduate from school or seeing Kia get this new job or seeing, you know, seeing, seeing, seeing like these people getting licenses. Like, well, what am I doing? I need, I don't want to be the friend that get left behind. I need to climb too. Like go friend, but pull me up too. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it. Like we in it together. So that's another thing. Encouragement, even though it may not be like blatant, like 
yeah, yeah, I just graduated from this. What you doing? They're not saying that, but I see it. And it's like motivating me to want to do well too. Right, because when that cup overflows, you know, I just want to be right there to get some of that, that get a drip of, of what, well, let me whatever. Let me get a little bit. Let me get a little bit. Just a, just a little bit. You got enough for all of us. So, like, yes. yeah. So, I, I agree with that. Always, always celebrate your friends' wins. Yes. So, we talked about how we know when strangers become friends. How do you know when you reach the point when a friendship is over? We're in our 30s, y'all. So, I'm sure we've had some makeups and breakups with our friendships. How do you know? When the communication ends, for me, mm. like it's only so time that you can reach out to a person, they don't reach back or it just kind of starts to just window off and y'all not talking no more. Mm. That's, that's how I know. From my experience, communication mm. just is, it ceases. And mm. I'm the type of person, like I like to check in on people. I'm, mm. I'm gonna call you. I'm gonna send you a text. But if you stop responding to me and I can start to tell like, okay, a week done gone by, now a month done gone by, I might let that month go by and try to check in again. Mm -hmm. I'm not hearing from you. So it hurts <laughs> a lot, especially mm -hmm. knowing how much I pour into my friendships. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't regret those friendships. Not mm -hmm. at least we have great memories. But at the same yeah. time, I just wish sometimes I do wish like, could there have been like, you know, some some kind of conversation? I feel like somewhere down the line, it will it would happen with with some of them like hey this is what was going on at the time I didn't talk to you about it because of xyz like it just tends to be a situation like that I had that happen once one of my friendships that ended and we finally talked about like what happened we didn't rekindle yeah. the friendship after that mm -hmm. um but we did sit had a conversation and talked about like the situation that happened at the time and how they felt from their point of view yeah. and then it, that chapter was just finally closed we tried to rekindle it and tried to hang out but once again, I was reaching out. They didn't reach back. So it was just kind of like, it just wasn't the same afterwards. Yeah. And I feel like so much time had went by to try to rekindle it. It was just kind of like, I, I guess that that chapter is just, it's just done. So yeah. yeah, it's the, it's the, it was the communication for me. It's just. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You should answer first. I want, I want to hear your <laughs> answer because I've been stealing your. Okay. <laughs> I, I would say when there's no reciprocity or trust. You um, stole mine. <laughs> <laughs> so like going into it, I feel like um be, becoming an adult, uh, I've found that a lot of my communication with friends has not been the same as when we were in college or before and before and before, like, because I have less time to communicate and reach out. But I did find too, like Simone was saying, that some friendships or something like that I'm always the person that's reaching out or always the person that's showing interest and it's not you're not reciprocating that or when we go like when we schedule to go out I'm always the one putting myself forward I'm always the one coming towards you coming like to meet you where you at where do you ever meet me when I feel like the vibes are off I'm always the one checking hey how are you doing da, 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 or whatever but when I'm low my phone ain't ringing your name is not showing up on my phone like it's always I'm doing something, I'm doing something, I'm doing something. The same thing with relationships, significant ones. You feel like you're always giving to your boo thing or doing stuff or whatever. And then it's like, it feels funny. I feel that same funniness in my friendships. And then I can't be around somebody that I can't trust. Like, I feel like maybe I'm pouring into you all my business and then it makes its way around to other people. Like, why does that person know what I told you in confidence? And I know that I only told you or they may know only because you told them like it just doesn't make sense or 
Like, I can't trust information being shared with you. I can't trust myself feeling safe around you. And it's just like that gut instinct that something's telling me something's off. And for years with different people, I ignore that. In relationships mm-hmm. too, I ignore that. But I'm learning uh, as more a mature yaya to listen to that, whether it comes to family, friends, coworkers, acquaintances, like all these different relationships, I have to listen to me. Because before I would listen, I would go to other people like, what do you think about this situation? What do you think about that situation? And people can give their opinions, but I have to listen to myself. So paying attention to how people are treating me, are they reciprocating that love? Are they reciprocating all those pillars of what it takes to have a friendship? And trust is one of the main pillars. If I can't trust you, I can't have anything with you, I feel. Yeah, I I agree that communication, trust, and reciprocity goes into like knowing where this friendship is at and whether it ended or not. Um, For me, I, for the past couple of years, or not even a couple, I'll say since I've been turned, I've turned 30, I've been in this, in and out of these seasons of renegotiating friendships, Mm. renegotiating my relationship or my desire for friendships and whether that's like, making new friends or shifting relationships with other friends. Um, so it's, it's been in and out of this process of grieving some relationships with friends because, you know, we, we may still communicate, um, but maybe that trust isn't there or maybe there was a shift in the relationship where we used to be tight at this point. We used to be really good people at, at one point in our life in our lives, but now it shifted where you're not as close. So like maybe that full friendship isn't over, but your category shifted to something that is not, you know, my bro or my sister no more, but more of a a friend or a person I went to school with or a person I, you know, grew up with. Um, So I'm in that state of trying to go in and out of, you know, what this person may mean to me or what do I need or what do I want in terms of friendships? So how do I know that a friendship is particularly over? Um, for me, it's an energy thing. If we hang out or, I, and, and I don't feel, we don't, is that, that energy from both of us isn't there anymore. Then I know there's some shift. So maybe I'm questioning what that energy may be like. And then it's the level of um, care that I have towards it. Is it something significant? Um, is it something worth talking about? Um, is it something that I'm fine with the shift? You know, and once I grieve the shift or the change in a relationship, I know that I don't have to go back to that person to try to rekindle something or, you know, build back or get back to where we're at. Um, and that that shift. And that energy also includes the communication, it includes the reciprocity, and it it includes the trust. I'm not going to hang out with you and tell you all my business if I know that what I say at this table is going to get back to me through external people that's not at this table anymore. And those are ways that I know, okay, for me, the friendship is over or it has shifted to something that made you lose your position in my life that you once had yes in the words of Simone absolutely (laughs) I here and take what you're saying and I see that in my own life too the shifting uh the 
the reorganizing people mm -hmm. it's okay uh, do you think it's harder to end a friendship or end a relationship with a significant other I think it's a friendship I think it's a friendship and um a lot of times with friends 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 are like your significant other without the romantic piece yeah right so with a significant other if you're like talking to a girl or a guy and you break up with them it's easier to probably block them it's easier to get certain needs met from external people outside of that situation it's easier to like move on you know you might be hurt but you might move on physically um you can cut everything off around them pin uh, as long as they're not they wasn't a friend or that you all don't have mutual friends i think it's easier that way um with a friend a really tight friend they're sort of ingrained in every aspect of your life right you're you it's harder to it's harder to like just jump onto another friend and try to pit everything that you had on that one best friend into somebody else because that took time to learn that friend went through a lot of things with you and that friend may also be part of your other friendship circles or you know close to with your family so I think it's harder to really a, a friend breakup is significantly worse than a romantic breakup it's harder to replace a friend that has so much quality in your life than it is for me at least mm -hmm. someone that you may have been in a relationship with and may not have had this extensive journey with as you did with a friend for me i would have to say it depends on the time because i'm thinking about like what i've been through in the past and they mm -hmm. both equally hurt but i mm -hmm. think it was because around the time that I met that friend and my ex I had known them for about the same amount of time mm -hmm. so to lose both was like and it was around the same time so um uh, double entendre yeah, yeah. Double <laughs> homicide. so I was thinking that I didn't want to say it <laughs> um so to lose both around the same time that was like that was wild and mm -hmm. I had a lot of different emotions that I had to to deal with and unpack and then a lot of healing that I had to do in regards to my dating relationships as well as making new friendships as far as trust and um just trying to figure out how I wanted to navigate that mm. again yeah. um yeah because I've only really had I would say like those those that friendship and that relationship were the two biggest breakups that I've yeah. had so like but I would say like in present day it would have to be friendships for me because because of the time and what was put in and what was built the foundation that I have um in that friendship yeah. I, I you know ain't no ain't no dating relationship right now so if I was to just date somebody right now you know a year or two yeah, yeah it'll hurt but now I got this 13 year friendship that I've invested in you know now that's that that's a lot more hurt yeah <laughs> that's a lot more hurt and and pain that I would have to deal with and go through like now nah, we need we need to talk about this like what's what's really going on we could we could fix this <laughs> so, Simone thinking back at the the two the example you gave a, a little while ago when you lost your friend and your significant other at around the same time my question for you would be um 
if both of them tried to come back into your life, not now, but like around that time, which one of those two would you've been more you open to forgiving versus open to forgiving? I ooh, that's a really good question. That is a really good question. Oh, wow. Um, I don't know. I hmm. honest, I don't know. I mean, I guess it'd probably be a matter of like who who came back first. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> it might who who tried to who tried to rekindle it first. Um, but. That probably would have been my ex. He probably would have wanted to try to come back first before my <laughs> my friend. Um, but yeah, that's a, that is a that's a really good question. That mm. you you stumped me. You you stumped me, Ron. <laughs> I, it just came into like okay, if you had to choose one to come back in, which one had more, you know, would would fulfill more for you at that time to be back into your life? I would say thinking about my mindset, who I was back then, it would probably have been my my ex okay yeah just thinking about the situation and Mm. it it would have been my ex okay not today absolutely not (laughs) we talk about then we talk about the past (laughs) back then it would have (laughs) been that's that's fair that's fair if i answer that for myself no matter what time i'm in i would have to uh answer based off of what do i have to lose and i think choosing um a friendship would be like there's a lot to lose there like you know having somebody that's there for you to talk with to do things with no matter what I could probably replace my boo thing but if that boo thing was like meaningful and then you're thinking about um stability regarding home and kids and future and things like that and then that friend that I took back has that that I dubbed that ex for that friendship it's like how do you choose? It, it's, it really is difficult, which going back to the question, I think it depends on where I am in life and who the people are that I'm talking about, uh, which is harder to end a friendship versus a significant other, because I was thinking like a friendship is harder to end. Like if it's a short term, uh, if both are short term of short term relationship and short term friendship, I would choose the friendship to hold on to than the significant other because significant others they they come a dime a dozen like even though you're not going to find that same person again there's still more fish better sharks whatever in the sea or in the ocean that you can you can have but I've never experienced this but I'm thinking for the people that have seven-year relationships 10-year relationships people that have kids people well let's take kids out of it but those people still you know met your family met your friends are probably a a part of your social group they're following your friends and family on social media like you can't go and tell those people to not follow them or not hang around them because we're all grown so and then you have different aspects to your your romantic with them they fill in all these voids that your friend doesn't but then your friend is also filling voids that your significant other doesn't too so I think at the same point they're both equally hard to uh to lose now if it was like me around like our friendships that we have now and then it's a new guy then yeah bump him but now I know that y'all are there to help me through you guys have been there to help me through breakups friendship breakups and romantic breakups um but it's just I think it depends on the severity of that dating Mm -hmm. significant relationship like how much time you both spent together 
what you worked on together, like things like that. It could be difficult to let go of. Um, but I just, I wanted to paint this, pick this question because um, a lot of people will just instantly pick the friendship or instantly pick the significant other where I think the moral for me of this is that we may have hierarchies for our friends and for our significant others, but some people put it in different categories. Not Forget the acquaintances, the coworkers, all that stuff. If you have a genuine friend, you have a genuine significant other, I think they both play major roles in your mm -hmm. in our lives we both mm -hmm. like even though you're not getting it in with your friends most of us are not um you're doing that with your boo thing but both people mean something and i feel like also a lot of people get into a relationship with a significant other and forget about their friends you're not calling your friends anymore you're not texting them you're not hanging out with them anymore who were you before you got with that that boo thing like make sure that you're pouring into all the people that were always there or that continue to be there because they have feelings too what's gonna happen god forbid you break up with your boo thing you're gonna want to call up moni and moni gonna be like oh what happened to the last four years you weren't hanging out with me like, they have four years i'm just making that up that's like, a lie like, that's what i'm saying what happened to the last four months when you were dealing with him you wasn't hanging out with me i have feelings too you know like just make sure that you're continuing to pour into everybody and being a friend that Moni is, if 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 that did happen and she's saying what happened to the last four months, whatever, she probably be doing it while you all are drinking wine, while she petting <laughs> your head, you know. Well, I'm I'm here for you now, but remember those four months. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. That's all I'm gonna say. The four month, four months. Yeah. I and I won't even say it in like a kind of sense. I was like, dang, I ain't see you. I ain't see you in four months. What's been going on? The shade. Yeah. <laughs> nice shade. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, friend relationships, we hear about the breakups often. And I know, Moni, you said that you give it a try. You reach out to that person to try to find out what's going on, try to rekindle things before it could break. But my final question is, how do you end friendships? Despite the time, like, do you just go ghost? Is there a way to end friendships in a pleasant way? Uh, from my own personal experience, I've actually never had to have a conversation where I had to end the friendship it was, it fizzled out on its own. It naturally, it naturally occurred. I never had to be like, hey, you know what? Because you did this, we ain't cool no more. So this, this ain't gonna work. Um, I guess, fortunately, I've never had to have a conversation. So I'm not even sure how that would go. I just, in that natural occurrence, it just, maybe because on my end, I'm not, I don't ghost. So it's mm -hmm. like, it's only so long that you could try to continue to be a friend and someone's not being a friend to you. So it's just like, well, I guess that's the the end of that. <laughs> but it just it just fizzled out. It just fizzled out. Yeah, I've never the conversation hasn't occurred. Yeah, knock on wood. I'll, I'll take that too. <laughs> I'll say I prefer to fizzle, and I I prefer it to fizzle out because it makes it sound like my actions are healthier. Um, <laughs> but no, I think you should have a conversation possibly. Um. But I don't like conflict. I don't like I don't like that type of piece, and I shy away from that. So, um, I'm thinking of like an example of like in my mind of the last friendship that shifted for me, or and it's starting to fizzle out. Friends was like, well, maybe you should have a conversation. You know, my therapist was like, well, do you think you want to have a conversation? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't think so. That's, I don't think it's worth it. I just, you know, I closure is what I need for me, and that's me working on me about the situation. 
Um, so I just let it fizzle out. I don't, I don't say anything about it. We yeah. see each other, we hang out, be cordial, and continue to let it fizzle out. Yeah, I agree. I'm with Candy on this. We see each other. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think everything needs a conversation. You, that friend, you know what you did, you know what you said, blah, blah. Because I think sometimes when conversations are had, which I will say I'll try at this age, I'm going to try to say like, hey, I didn't like when you did this. I don't like that. Or, hey, I'm always reaching out to you. I just feel like, you know, I'm reaching out to you. You know what you did was type of shady. If I said something in that moment and it reaches a time where I'm like, I'm tired of saying this, then it could be misfizzle at that point. Like, I don't, I agree with both of y'all. We, we don't have to have a conversation because I feel like sometimes those conversations people try to pull you back in or people try to gaslight you and make you feel like shit and I don't want to be there for that too so I feel like if they want to have the relationship then they can be the person that reach out and try to you know if it's not too late to try to like have us hang out and stuff but if they're not that person it's not and it's just going to be a dub at the end of the day right I think a conversation is worth it when you know that this friendship is worth saving and it yeah. seems like it's starting to fizzle out because maybe that reciprocity isn't there that's when a conversation was worth having but if you're like I don't need to put no energy in this and they're not putting any energy in this then a conversation might not be worth having yeah exactly it's not ghosting it's not blocking them or not responding or anything it's just we're not putting energy into this anymore yeah, yeah when a friendship is worth it you're gonna notice a change like hey you know i noticed we're not talking as much we're not hanging out as much as something going on you know mm -hmm. and i've been reaching out like something yeah just just when you know you've invested in a friendship enough you know if you need to have a conversation opposed to you know another friendship that's just kind of like yeah i'm, I'm mm -hmm. okay if <laughs> I'm okay if they don't, if they not, they not. The value here. of my life don't, doesn't right. change. <laughs> right, right. I agree with both, with both. I agree with what both of you said. Uh, before we go for this segment, is there any other question or any other thing that you guys want to share? I just want to say, make sure you invest in, in your friendships. Invest in your friendships. Invest in your friends like you would in a dating relationship or relationships with your family you know and invest in them let the other friends know that you appreciate them you know mm -hmm. I like to from time to time surprise my friends with a little something something I was thinking about you um not necessarily in that sense but definitely investing in friends and let them know that you appreciate them you know call them up and tell them that you love them you know thanks you this is small small things <laughs> Send a text every now and again, especially with friendships, the ones that, you know, you hold near and dear. You know, you don't talk every day. You don't talk every month. Y'all might talk three, four times a year, but that bond and that energy is still there. You yeah. know, the, the love is still there. So, you know, just, just let your friends know you love them, that you, you're still there for them. Yeah. And if you have any changes in friendships, maybe you lost a friend or just the relationship isn't the same. It's okay to grieve that. It's a change in, in or a loss in your life. So. You can grieve that, go through the process of what that may look like for you and um, and then move on and figure out what you need to do differently to move on. Yeah. And then also, um, I love that Ronald shared that he met one of his best friends through social media. There's no one way that you have to meet friends. You can go out to meet people in person. You can meet people online. I've met people online that I've never met in person and I have chat groups with them so um just this is your life live it you don't have to go according to how everybody else went 
find your friends in the way that you find your friends. Yes, absolutely. And, and now our segment is coming to a close. <laughs> but not our relationship. Not our relationship, <laughs> just the segment. <laughs> Thank you All so right. much, Brian, for recording with us. This was a really, really fun topic to discuss. Before we let you go, for the people who may not have heard you on the last episode that you were on, do you want to share your your social media platforms? Yes, uh, you can all find me on Instagram at dr.ronlove, or you can follow my podcast on Instagram at Unpacked and Detangled. Um, it was great being on the show. Thanks for having me again. I look yes. forward to seeing you all and listening to you all in the future. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Until next time. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's the what's the what's the scenario? In today's Dorm Story segment, we're reading two stories about friendship from Refinery29.com. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right on into it. Come Let's go. Y'all get some of this tea. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the first one, go a little something like this. <laughs> my friendship with one of my closest friends came to an end when I realized she had no respect for other people's time. She was always the friend that flaked, always showed up two hours later than you had planned. It was only ever interested when she needed something from you. One time, we organized wine and cheese at my house. And at lunchtime that day, I did the usual check-in to make sure she wasn't going to flake and she confirmed she would be coming soon. I popped over to the local shop to get the supplies and was excited for our catch-up that night. I got home and set everything up for her to be at my place by 6 p.m. Seven o'clock came around and she hadn't shown up, which isn't unusual as she was always late. But by eight, I grew worried and touched base with a few friends to see if she had made contact with them. She hadn't. Over the weekend, she ignored my messages and was posting on her Instagram stories going out. On Monday, she finally reached out and said she was tired that night, so she had decided to go to bed instead. In that moment, I knew I had to break up the friendship and it wasn't serving me any longer. Mm. Child. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's a lot of things, a lot of things come up for me. Let, let's go, just jump into it, baby. Just jump into it. So I'm thinking as if I'm the friend that's set up the charcuterie board and waiting for the friend to come over. First of all, when you have friends who you know are typically always late, um, you give them a fake time. And I used right. to be a friend that was given a fake time. So I, I changed my life because I hated that. But <laughs> you give them a fake time. But the first thing that came up for me is I'm a person that I worry. So if I'm texting you and I text our mutual friends and no one's heard from you, I'm freaking out. Like, right, worry. You know, it's so many kidnappings, so many different things that could go wrong. Like, I, I need to make sure that you're okay because I don't want nobody hitting, well, aside from the selfishness of somebody hitting me up and saying, well, this person was supposed to be at your house, they're not there. But aside from that, you're genuinely my friend. I'm worried about your wellness. Even if you're in the bed, you may be sick, like whatever's going on. But what the heck, like, how inconsiderate of you to be hanging out or doing whatever else and then have the audacity to post it on your social media? To block me. 
didn't care. Like, you didn't even think to block me. You knew you were supposed to be hanging out with me. You didn't tell me you wasn't coming. Then you're going to go hang out, posting on your stories. You know I can see it. And then you're going to hit me up on Monday and say that she was decided to go to bed. I'm That's- sorry, you are. <laughs> that's so it's so petty it's so immature it also brings me to like one time i had this friend since we're talking about friends i had this friend in uh high school and she was considered a best friend at that time we were supposed to hang out at my house she ended up texting me what text out yeah text were out <laughs> she ended up texting me saying uh she couldn't go out her parents wouldn't let her out blah 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 and i'm like okay that's a, that's all right don't worry about it or whatever i come to school the next day you know how kids like kicking or whatever, talking and stuff, and then talking about their weekend or whatever. And then two other friends um, were like, oh, yeah, me, we and such and such went to um, Applebee's, blah, 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 and talking about their weekend. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's what's up. Da, 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 da. Applebee's right by my house. And um, then, like, later on, the friend came around. And as you saw, like, how Ron said, you know, when Simone comes back to that friend that did dubbed her for four months, I had that same petty like soft petty approach so the friend came to me and was like talking about like oh sorry did and i'm like yeah it's okay you went to applebee's fine and she looked so shocked when i said something about it so even though it wasn't on social media it was still messed up like you lied to me and i find out from another source even if social me- media wasn't that tell all or you had the audacity to block me you still came to me and try to lie in my face that and then hard. you gave excuse of like bro if you don't want to hang out something comes up even if you don't feel well whatever like I'm not in the mood to do that today, blah, blah, blah. Like, have some kind of respect for me to say yeah. something. Even though I mean, it hurts as that person that has to be scheduled. Like, dang, I don't want to be scheduled. I know we've been doing this. But I really, I gotta, I gotta put me first. Right. Or just don't even lie, though. I'm like, I get it. Things happen. Like, most recently, I mixed up my own schedule. What I thought I was doing on Saturday, I'm actually doing it on Sunday. So whoever I'm playing with on Sunday, I gotta be like, hey, sorry. Mixed up my own days. Are you free this day? You're not? Okay, well, let's just try to find another date. I apologize. But I'm not about to be just be like, oh, sorry. I can't make it no more. So then they see me doing something like, hey, why? Now you gotta communicate. Like, yeah. come on. But yeah. clearly, they were not being an adult. They have not matured yet. Or maybe that's just how they are. Who knows? I don't know. But child. Yeah. But I also want—I also want to say something because we talked about friendships and stuff too. Mm-hmm. I have respect for people's time. Like as an adult, especially, there's so much going on. If you're working, if you have just other things that's going on, if you're balancing your friends or in a relationship, whatever it is that you have going on, we already know when we hit each other up, like, "Hey, can you hang out?" It's not about to be that same day or that that same weekend unless um in most cases it's not so I already had to schedule and put this time aside and then you show up two hours later like have some respect and then some people do that and they don't reach out like hey I'm running behind or nothing they don't say that and then some people schedule things in the same day like okay I have this I'm gonna go out to eat with Simone for lunch that may take four hours I have that four hour window with her and then I'm going out with this person later but people have other things going on they're not about to sit down and wait for you for the rest of the day reschedule say something like let people know what's going on it's just a lot of stuff that's going on in that situation (laughs) that wasn't I don't think that was your friend to begin with that's not your friend and if that is your friend and you don't appreciate it it's okay to dub that like let it go let it go let it go all right story number two it is an all too common story of toxic one-sided friendships we were practically family especially during weird transitional periods of our lives like right after high school when we were a bit lost and going through the motions 
I always knew she was a bit of a mess, but me and everyone around her always shrugged it off as a quirky characteristic. She was always borrowing money, but never generous in any way whatsoever. And the consensuous with everyone of her other friends was all that she cared about was her boy drama. And she was never interested in anything going on in life, in my life, unless it was about, you guessed it, boy. She could also never take any constructive criticism. She had been fired from every job she'd ever had. And it was hard to be honest with her that no, she wasn't just misunderstood and that she should have been fired or consistently showing up hungover or straight up not showing up to shit. Wait a minute, she was showing up hungover anyway. That's what I'm saying. When I realized that she was not, (laughs) when I realized that she was not just a mess, but a bad friend was when I found out that she had actively contributed to some pretty nasty rumors about me. Sometimes you've just got to trust your gut and fuck those people who say you fight and can deal with being treated badly because you're like sisters. That's a lot. That is a lot. That is a lot. So obviously they've been friends for a long time because right. they have outside people saying, you can get past it. Da, da, da. That goes yeah, that's into, like your sister. That goes into all of it goes into the reciprocity that I mentioned earlier. Like relationships are about give and take and balancing each other out, the Libra scale. You can't keep pouring into somebody when your cup is already empty and they're not pouring anything into you. Like mm-hmm. some people are crabs, they're just taking stuff from whatever they can get like taking your money borrow quote-unquote borrowing it and not giving it back or knowing that you're in a situation and they can never help you out how is that really your friend mm-hmm. like watching you fail and like that that's not your friend that's not your friend right I feel like as a friend you should be able to tell your friend like how they can improve or what they can do better I've noticed this has been happening you know what's going on if yeah. I can't have a honest and real conversation about you because what your energy is now affecting mine. And if I know, especially if I notice a shift in how you've been acting, I should be able to talk to you about that. But I also believe too, as that friend that's coming to the other friend, like you have to do it respectfully. Like no one's going to be open to listening to someone, talking to them in a disrespectful way. Granted, mm-hmm. you may be upset, but there's also a way that you should approach the conversation in a respectful manner. Watch your manner. tone. Exactly. Watch, your- watch your tone, watch what you say. Um, yeah, there's just, there's just a certain way that you have to do it, not to necessarily say that person is not going to take your criticism. It's just a matter of how you're giving that feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, is it coming from a place of love? Is it coming from a place of jealousy? Is it coming from a place of anger? Like all of that, all of those things matter. But at the same time, the person that's receiving that information also has to be open to whatever criticism or feedback that they're receiving. Like if you're not open to receiving honest communication from your friends, you might have to you might have to rethink a few things baby <laughs> because that's what friends are for yeah that, that's what that's what friends are for I should be able to come to you and tell you like no I don't like the way that you've been acting what's going on Some, something ain't right whether it that has to do with all relationships like I've I've had a few different conversations with different friends about things that I've noticed and just checking in to make sure like hey you good is everything all right you know um but yeah, you just, you got to be open to having that. And you also, also got to know when it's time to cut a person off. Because it's just like, you now you're spreading rumors? The rumors and also, um, I wanted to ask you, do you believe that birds of a, birds of a feather flock together? Or um, do you believe that it matters? Maybe your friend is doing something that you're not cool with or that you wouldn't do. We both made an expression when you read the part of the person coming to work 
under the influence. Like I, that's what I'm saying. Those were moments where I was like, I would have to have a serious check-in. Like something has to be going on for you to be going on that route to make to think that that's okay. But at mm-hmm. the same time, if you're not taking the advice that I'm giving you or the criticism that I'm giving you, if you're not taking that to heart and you think I'm bullshitting, either we are friendship gonna have to be put on a pause for a minute until you're able to figure out what you want to do with your life, <laughs> or that friendship may have to be cut up altogether if you think it's a game. Because I can't have people around me with that kind of energy. That that's that's not good for my mental, and it's definitely not good for your mental. But until you figure that out, we're not gonna be able to be friends. Yeah. I remember one time in college, I had a friend and <clears throat> friends of a friend were telling me stuff about this person that I didn't know like the scope of 100%, but I knew from this friend that some of the stuff was going on, but I I didn't judge her for that reason. I didn't care about all those other things, but the other people were saying like, watch who you hang around, blah, 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 because then people going to think that's how you are and or maybe rub off on you. And it wasn't until, I mean, stuff happened. We ended up like separating or whatever, but later in life, I ended up uh, dating or talking to this guy. <clears throat> and I was like, maybe um, it only takes 21 days to build a habit, but I was around him for a while. And the way that he spoke and the way that his friend spoke rubbed off on me to the point where I text my close friends and said, y'all my bitches. Like, and I don't speak like that. I know that I would have been like, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, who was this? Something like, something like, I love y'all, like y'all my, like y'all my bitches or something like that. And it wasn't me. Some of my friends didn't respond at all. And then some of my friends was like, are you okay? Like basically like a check, like a vibe check. Like that's not you. So what I'm saying is two things in this is one, me hanging around these people it rubbed off on me. So you can think that you could be around people and it not have an impact at all on you, but it does in some type of way have an impact on who you are as a person. And then two, my friends, my true friends were able to see that and like, what's going on? Like you're using language that you don't typically use. Like, are you good? Who's rubbing off on you? Some people made it as a joke. Some people literally just didn't respond. And then when I text them the regular Yaya way, the next time then they responded. And then some people made it like a jokey joke. Like, who you been hanging around with, girl? Like, you you cuss now? Like, what's that gun thing going on? Right. Yeah, that, my dad, I can always tell when I've been hanging around somebody a while when my accents start to change. Like, oh, you've been hanging around some New York folks. Oh, you've been hanging out with Yaya. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know why my accents start to change, but it's, it's stuff like that. Like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah so... Just just be aware of those things. But I think after having that vibe check with that person and you see like, okay, that's they're not changing, they're not willing to, I don't want that to rub on, out on me or that's not the company that I want to keep, then it's okay to, well, we, we're not vibing, we're not friends or we're not on the same path or maybe you're not on that same tier. You could drop down to associate or you can drop down to another level. Right. But friend, I don't know. Right. I mean, it that is, sounds messed up. That's yeah, because you said, what did you say? Birds of a feather flock together. I think, um, in a way, yes, because you want to surround yourself with people that you have similarities and commonalities with, and you want to be able to grow together. You don't want to, I wouldn't associate myself with, I feel like people are like trying to bring me down. Like how I said before, like I want to be able to celebrate and grow with my friends. Um, so if I feel as if I have somebody around me that's not, you know, not not vibing with me the way they're supposed to, they're not giving off that that positive vibe energy. Energy. 
you you're not part of this flock boo you you <laughs> yeah. go ahead and sit down for a little bit go, go ahead and sit down for a little bit <laughs> yeah. i agree but yeah i i think there's a certain amount of strikes and you're out too because mm-hmm. how do you keep letting somebody borrow money borrow things you know use you for certain things and you're not catching on to what they're doing like your your cup is getting emptier and emptier and emptier and they never give anything to you that should be a telltale sign but sometimes i think age matters too experience matters too because i've been in situations where people were like that's not your friend that's not your friend and it's not the same person that's telling me that or not even as they these people don't even talk so i know it's not the same clique of people that tell me about that one person but sometimes it takes for you to see for yourself or to like you know have a vibe check with you why am I holding on to this person why am I letting why am I allowing this person to treat me like a way that I don't want to be treated or I don't appreciate what's going what's going on with me aside from that person what's going on with me that I'm accepting this that I'm allowing this to happen exactly you gotta check you too boo Boo. (laughs) (laughs) who gonna check me boo you check yourself yeah (laughs) yourself you know that's something express yourself Sometimes you gotta check yourself. Hey, come on now. <laughs> that's that's all the feedback that I have. I mean, I'm sure yeah. we all got our different stories and experiences that we've had with friends, family members, right, coworkers. Everything. It's not easy, but we gotta check ourselves to know Absolutely. what we in our lives. And with that being said, it is now time to head on over to the community news it's time for announcements it's time for announcements it's time for announcements it's time for announcements yeah i don't think i'm ever changing the announcement song that's just what it is <laughs> it's your jingle for i might change the, the beat but the the jingle stand the stand <laughs> y'all we are at the end of our episode this is our 15th yeah 15 uh, we got one more left one, one more, more. Left for this season one more episode say, no friends friends they're friends what are you talking about we do have one more episode to go Oh, to go. I thought you said one more episode, H-O-E. Oh, no. I said we have one more episode to go. <laughs> I just said, hope. Oh. I said, no, they're friends, mommy. They are friends. Speaking of friends, we want to say thank you to our friend, our cousin, our bestie, Ron, for participating in this hot topic about friendship. Um, during this episode you can follow him on his handles we drop them down below he is also um the voice of unpacked and detangled podcast a really really good podcast that he had both Moni and i on to talk about our friendship right <laughs> um, and he also had me on his podcast to talk about love because we read a book together so he wanted to unpack and detangle that topic so yeah make sure that make sure that you follow him on instagram like i said the handles are down below or on our instagram uh, where you see a picture of him he's tagged yes 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 and we are in september so we have a question of the month which is asking what talents do you wish you had all right you know maybe if you couldn't fail you just wanted to do something you was boom good to go what is that you do play an instrument skate 
swim, horseback ride, fencing. I don't know. What's a talent that you wish you had? Let us know. Find our post for the question of the month on our Instagram page. You can answer there. You can also answer under our video on our YouTube channel to let us know what you wish you could do. <laughs> do I wish I could do the robot? No. <laughs> Break dance. Oh my god, it's the <laughs> one ahead for me. That's how they did it. We're gonna leave that to the experts. <laughs> shout out to all the podcasters out there, and shout out to us because September 30th is National Podcast Day. Ooh. So we are on our fourth season of podcasting. It's been so great. So we want to just shout us out and shout out um, our friends who are podcasters and podcasters that we enjoy listening to. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. Yes. It ain't yeah. an easy feat and it ain't for the week. It ain't <laughs> for the week. And we come out twice a month. I thought it was going wrong, but it is. <laughs> It ain't for the week. We come out every two weeks. We release yeah. every two weeks. Kind of Ron. Anywho. Anywho. Make sure if you're listening to this podcast episode now, we're going to have a post on the 30th. So make sure you show us some love. And speaking of love, Moni, the next announcement. Go ahead and leave us a review. Let us know how we do. How much you enjoy us. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend. And if you want to be featured on our page, go ahead and send us a review. Send it via DM. If you know us personally, send us a text message. You can also send us a voice review on Anchor to be featured on our podcast. Go ahead and click the link in our bio on Instagram and it'll take you directly to Anchor and you hit record a message and we will get it directly. So those are many ways that you can send us a review or if you are old school, you want to send us an email, it is loveloud, L-O-V-E-L-O-U-D-D-0-8 at gmail.com. There's so many ways you can contact us or under a post on our Instagram page. Leave us a review. We love you too. <laughs> Let us know what you enjoy about Love Loud. Yes, and if you are listening to this episode, when it released, yesterday was my birthday. Woo, woo, she old. Dur, <laughs> blessed to see another day, another year, another second minute. Thank you, God, for my blessings. Thank you, God, for me and my life. Thank you, God, for who are in my life. And thank you, God, for me taking experiences and taking trips and being so beautiful getting an extra tan because the winter is coming this is not my tan but i want to have more tans this fall you look tanny you love you guys oh i know but i need more tan because you know it's going to start to go away all right when the winter months come and you're looking like beige yeah <laughs> beige i'm black yes <laughs> if, if you know you know but thank you for listening to this episode this was fun I really it was i i enjoyed this episode i wasn't sure what to expect but here we are yeah. closing it out closing it out thank you so much for listening to me and make sure you subscribe if you yes and make sure that you come back check us check up on us yes for our but final the season episode. finale the season yes. finale in two weeks yes until then stay black and stay proud